Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. You're still a fucking asshole. Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Garlic mustard could and should be a go-to food during an apocalypse. Garlic mustard is plentiful everywhere. It is actually an invasive weed, but it can be very delicious and easily taken from about any pasture. Garlic mustard can be stewed or even pan-fried for delicious taste. It can also be added to other ingredients, whether it's a salad or any other type of food to enhance it. Garlic mustard should be a go-to staple during the apocalypse. Do they make ear condoms? I certainly need them for this garbage. Next up, things overheard in hell. Man, Axel Rose is such a great childhood therapist. I hope he writes more books. everybody this is two douchebags a microphone i am mark and i am rob all right everybody thank you welcome for joining us i mean uh, thank you for joining us welcome something like that um i'm gonna go into uh something that i read yesterday and it kind of pissed me off because i'm a big fan of al michaels and um nbc confirmed i think it was yesterday uh, to the associated press yeah that michaels will not be working the playoffs it was first reported by the New York Post. The 79-year-old Michaels was the voice of Sunday Night Football from 2006 to 2021 before leaving for Amazon Prime Video's Thursday Night Package when his contract expired. But he still had in his contract that he was going to do the uh, the playoffs, you know, the games that NBC was doing. Um, and NBC, uh, he, he was like, you know, um, he was like telling people, no, 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 I'm still doing the playoffs. That's in my contract. Well, NBC said, no, you're not doing the playoffs. You see, I think it's a complete mistake because Michaels only sounds bored because of low quality of games on Amazon Prime this year. I would demand my money. I, I, I've, always, I've always liked Al Michaels. He's one of the better ones. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it's really uh, irritating that um, that they're going to have uh, Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth when they could have Al Michaels on there. I know. Al Michaels has done it so many years. Yeah, he's just like a very familiar voice. You know, if I was Amazon, I would, dem- I would demand some money back. You know, 
there might be a little bit of bad blood between NBC and Michaels, um, but you know, MV, NBC is definitely you know hurting the broadcast by not having him on at least to be a contributor. Right, okay, so maybe you don't want him. You're right. trying to establish Tariko and Collinsworth as the new guys or whatever, but you could still have him on there as a contributor, and he would be fantastic at it, you know? Yeah, put him as number three. Yeah. Add him to those two and put him as number three. Yeah, and I think... Are we having there? Yes, yes. But the thing is, is they're not even willing to do that, and that irritates the piss out of me. Because their broadcast is pretty good. It's it's good. It's one of the better ones, but they are missing Al Michaels greatly on their broadcast. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, I think it's a mistake, and I don't like NBC doing that to him. And I know why he left NBC. He had nothing to do personally with them. He didn't like that flex, you know, where they flex a game. And, when you know, he's thinking he's going to go stay there in California, let's say San Francisco versus, let's say, the Chargers were good. He thought, okay, well, I'm going to stay here in California. Then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, the Chargers are horrible this year, so we're going to flex you to uh, Baltimore against Cincinnati and Baltimore. And then the next thing you know, he's going across the country. He's 79 years old, you know. And that, from what I understand, that was his biggest issue and why he went to Amazon Prime, because those games are not flexed. But it also does not guarantee a good game, which we have been seeing all year. The Amazon Prime games have been horrible. Nobody cares about him. And Al Michaels is simply bored. If they think that he's no good anymore, they're wrong. You give him a good game with a little bit of enthusiasm, that guy will be the same guy. But, you know, yeah. you can tell he gets bored with the game. And he's like, well, if I'm bored, you know, he's thinking, if I'm bored, everyone else is bored. So I'm going to start making some gambling references because the only people that give a shit about this horrible game are people that gamble. That's it. Because they're the only ones that have anything riding on that game at all. No one else cares. They don't care if Carolina beats the Bears. They don't care if the Bears beat Carolina. Nobody gives a shit. Only the betting people give a shit about a game like that. And Al Michaels knows yeah. that. And that's why he makes these not so, uh, not so, uh, um, oh, thinly veiled, uh, you know, not so disguised gambling references. He actually comes out with it sometimes on a horrible game. And he'll just be like, well, you know, um, because of this, uh, you know, this, <laughs> this isn't, you know, he'll, he'll actually mention like, you know, well, this messes that betting lineup or something, or, you know, for those of you, you know. So, anyhow. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't got to watch him on Thursday night. Well, he's sounding bored. And I can tell you why he I, is. I, well, I read a lot of different stories about that. A lot of people are saying that, and they agree with you. He's bored. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he can still bring it. There was one good game earlier in the year, and he sounded, he was good. He was like, he was into it, and it was a good game. I forgot what it is now, but it's like in the first three games. Sounded great. Um, oh, yeah. the Chiefs started out playing playing Detroit on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. But, but that was not Al Michaels. NBC started that one for whatever reason. So, anyhow. Um now, since we're talking about the NFL, I'm going to go into, this is the new TikTok and, uh, and um, oh, all these little gadgets, YouTube, whatever, you know, the youngsters and everybody looks at for yeah. conspiracy stuff, that 
Okay, Sports Illustrated addressed it. Supposedly, the NFL's color scheme is in the colors of the teams that are going to be participating in that year's Super Bowl. So last year they said that the that it was green and red, red for the Chiefs, green for the Eagles. Before that was Cincinnati, orange and uh, and yellow and blue for the Rams. It says this year that well here I'll go into the article. Okay, you see what I mean by what what they're saying is yeah yeah I see what you're saying. It's a conspiracy. Uh, controversy going on right now and people say the NFL is scripted I've heard this for a while and I think some yeah. have, a, have a good argument for it being influenced I don't know about outright scripted but it's definitely influenced as we could see and look especially with the refereeing this year and it's not just the Chiefs game it's a lot of games it's a lot of games the Chiefs game was a prime example of it there, before that there was another I uh, forget what game it was but that, those referees were being watched the next week by the league. Yeah, they're they're horrible. They're horrible, yeah. and they're not getting any better. So, okay, so here is the article that explains what they're saying. This is Sports Illustrated from Sports Illustrated Online. They actually addressed this because that's how popular that this uh, conspiracy theory is getting. Okay. There's no question that this is going to be one of the dumbest things you read today, but it's 2023 and 90% of what you see in your TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook videos are conspiracy theories about Flat Earth and how craters of the Simpsons have been to the future. That's a good one. Have you seen that one? They predicted Donald Trump yeah, being president. There, there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's pretty interesting because they hit a lot of this stuff dead on. Um, yeah, so, Simpsons do hit a lot. Yeah, <laughs> they do. But you can watch Idiocracy and see the same thing going on. So, but anyhow, so why not add to the dumpster fire by looking into the Super Bowl logo conspiracy theory? Credit to something right. called NFL memes. I think we've all seen NFL memes, right? They're everywhere, and they're funny little yeah. things, you know. So anyhow, on Twitter for sparking this controversy with a post Tuesday night that has garnered millions of views in less time than it took Josh Dobbs to make people forget about Kirk Cousins. Well, they're not forgetting about him now because Josh, jo Josh Dobbs started sucking. Now they wish they had Kirk Cousins back, but he can't because he's got a torn ACL. The post, uh, the post shows the last two Super Bowl logos and, and suggests that the color scheme reveals the two teams that will compete in the Super Bowl. In 2021, the reddish-orange of the Bengals and the yellow hue from the Rams was the logo. And, and uh, behind there were two clubs that played the Super Bowl last year. It was the Eagles and the Chiefs uh, was the logo of last year, those two color schemes. Super Bowl 57 color logos. This year, the logo features purple and a shade of red. Purple, you say? Well, that could be Minnesota, but probably not. It would probably be the Baltimore Ravens. They were purple. Yeah. And red is worn by the Chiefs, Buccaneers, and Cardinals, and 49ers. So, people reading into that said it's going to be the 49ers against the Ravens. And that, I could see that. That was Super Bowl 47, maybe, or something like that. That was the Ravens against uh, the 49ers, and that was Colin Kaepernick uh, won against uh, Joey Flacco, and Joey Flacco and John, Jim Harbaugh against John Harbaugh brothers was the storyline. Right. 
Kaepernick had all the controversy about kneeling, all that stuff. Um, and John Harbaugh and Joe Flacco won over. They won the Super Bowl. So this would be a rematch of 47 or 46 or 45, something like that. I, I'd have to look. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. So if the conspiracy is real and the NFL is scripted or whatever creates the logo that knows um, – you know, Matt Groening, which is greater than The Simpsons, and Marty McFly. There are only a few possible outcomes for this uh, year's Super Bowl, according to the color schemes. Now, okay. Okay, I have a question. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Can you think of any NFC team that has purple? That's what I was going to really say. The Vikings, for one. Um, I don't see them doing it. No, I don't either. They're not going to do it, especially with Josh Dobbs. Um, yeah. Uh, no, it would. Okay. It, I, so it would pretty much have to be. It would have to Ravens, be the Ravens. Who and, would beat out Kansas City, so Kansas City wouldn't even be on that list. Well, okay. The Ravens are the number one seed and will probably remain there. Um, the schedule, yeah. they don't have an easy schedule, though. They have a hard schedule. Just like the Dolphins are probably, they might, the Dolphins might get out by, beat out by the Bills. Because the Dolphins are playing the Ravens, they're playing the Bills, they're playing the Cowboys, and they're playing someone else really good. The Dolphins' schedule oh, is damn. brutal. Is brutal. And, and the Bills just got gifted this win in Kansas City um, last weekend. So now suddenly the Bills are starting to get the hot hand, and the Bills could overtake the Dolphins, and the Dolphins could be a wild card. So it's going to be All interesting. All I gotta say is Tyreek, you better put on your big boy panties. Well, the other day he hurt his ankle, and that's another wild card in it. Oh, that's right, he did, didn't yes, he? Yes, yep. He went hobbling pretty bad. He wasn't much of a factor in that game. He was on a couple of passes, but. He uh, really hurt his ankle, and he's not, you know, um, that ankle injury may prevent him from getting the all-time yards leader for one year, too. So right, We'll see. Yeah. We'll see this week. Yep, and, and the refs screwed uh, Travis Kelsey out of the record, record books, too, with that, uh, with that pass lateral. And it's, it's just disgusting what they do. Okay, yeah, I... I... I've been wanting to do a report about that, but yes. I'm not going no, to. No, 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 no. The Chiefs, the Chiefs could have played better. The Chiefs deserve that loss. Yes, they could have. They, they deserve they that loss. They should have been in that position to begin with. Exactly. They should have not been in that position. So it's not an excuse for the Chiefs. What it is, though, is, is they screwed Kelsey out of something for the record books. And that pisses no, me off. Tooney did. Well, okay. That right there is a nit. Picking foul. Uh, yeah, see, that, that's where it's all over the place. You see, most of the times they say, hey, your foot's on the line, take it off. Or they don't call it at all. So that is a discretionary one, and why would you wait on discretionary until after the play was made, and then you throw the flag? If you were that convinced I, of it, you would have threw the flag I right then. He did it like four or five times during the whole game. Mm-hmm. So why... After that play was completed, yes, it, it, yes. Look, it was influenced. That game was influenced. That game was influenced, and they cannot tell me anybody with a fucking brain at all can see this right now. And it pisses me off 
that these fucking idiots are allowed to influence a game that I love so much. And I'll tell you what, when the Chiefs start sucking again and Mahomes is gone, they won't get me as a fan because I won't give a shit about football because of the way they're doing things. Football, get your head out of your ass. You don't want to be baseball. And you know what I say? Fuck baseball. I'll never go back to baseball because now yeah, they did this new lottery. They knew, did this new lottery system. They're fucking teams like Kansas City even more. So baseball and all you greedy motherfuckers, fuck you because I'll never come back to you guys. I hate you motherfuckers. You ruined the games. This is the players and the owners. All of you guys ruined the fucking game. So eat a big fucking bowl of ass because I'm never coming yeah, yeah. back to you guys. In baseball, it's all about who has the money. Each yes. team has a different cap because that's all you can afford. And here's another thing, too. Baseball is not catching on with the kids. Soccer is catching on no. with the kids. Yes, rugby, it is. Rugby is catching on with the kids. Football is caught on with the kids. It has been yeah. for quite a while. Nobody. Basketball is big with the kids. Nobody gives a shit about baseball. Nobody. You're a dying sport. And I can't wait for it to go away, honestly. Not, nothing past Little League. Mm-mm. You know? No, here's what I want to happen, and they're also in the ass paddling this week, but they've been on it before, is Major League Baseball, okay? But what I want yeah. to happen is this league to go bankrupt. That way, a league that's smarter than them can come up and do things right like the NFL is done with their salary cap. But the NFL is screwing themselves over with their own brand of bullshit, too. But anyhow, um, let's go ahead and move on with that. And I have yeah, a, yeah. I, I have another story here that I wanted to report uh, yesterday, but we just, I mean, we're running out of time. On so There's so many stories I throw away every week. It's driving oh, me tell nuts. tell me about it, man. You know, they're, they're like time sensitive, and by the time it comes around, it's like, nah, this is old news. I can't even, you know. And you do the same thing. We talked about it off air. Oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. I I have a whole notebook full, and I've only told maybe a third of it. Yeah, the same here. I've got, like, all these stories I'm pitching every week. But you know what? At least, you know what, it's a quality show because we're doing the best that, you know, we're doing the best stuff that we're picking out and hitting that. And then maybe the other stuff isn't quite as good, so I think it makes a stronger show, right? Well, also, it... It helps doing as much homework as that I do because, honestly, there's a lot of times you grab, you bring up the stories that I have. I know. You, you've told me that. So I, I have so many backed up. Okay, well, let's do this, you know. Yeah. No, your stories are awesome. It's the ones you come like up playing with. poker, brother. It, it really is. I know, poker. and I realize I steal your thunder. As a matter of fact, the NFL, the uh, the Super Bowl logo is straight from Topher's desk. Topher and I had coffee yeah. today, and he's one that brought this to my attention. And I did some uh, research. Thank you, Topher. Yep, thank you, Topher. Oh, and also, Topher, thank you for loaning me your Fender amp. I got to tune my new guitar. It sounds oh, great. Oh, good. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh. And Merry Christmas, Topher. Yep, Merry Christmas. Maybe one of these days I'll smash some uh, power cords on our on our broadcast. We'll see. So, anyhow, <laughs> um, I have this story here. Millennials have recently recently been blasted for spending seven dollars a day on a cup of coffee. Meanwhile, complaining about lack of money. 
The group says that the emotional support that the coffee brings and the joy that it has in it is worth every penny. One lady stated, and this would be a millennial, well, it's not a trip to Greece, but the emotional effects are the same. The odd thing is, I agree with them. You know, some people go to a therapist, some people take meds, some people it's even alcohol or tobacco. I get it. I too enjoy my coffee immensely and would not want to do without it. I brew my own coffee right. mostly, but when I need a little pick-me-up before work, I will definitely go to the coffee house up the road. And I talked about it, what, a couple of podcasts ago? It's my guilty pleasure of flavored iced yeah. coffee with extra espresso shots. And I pay seven bucks for a coffee, and I feel good. I mean, that coffee gives me that little pickup I need for work, makes me feel good. I have, I have my crutches. Everybody has their yes. I agree with the millennials. You want to spend seven dollars a yeah. day on a cup of coffee? That's fine. You could that you could take that seven dollars a day and buy a trip somewhere, but you choose to have pleasure every day instead of that one day that you're waiting for, or whatever that one week or whatever. I get it. And besides that, just, you just know, don't be that person to come bum that money for me. Yeah, exactly. You're earning you your own money. You have you have a right to buy your coffee all you want. And I think people yes, give you grief about life. this is wrong because that's your money. You do what you want to with it. So, anyhow, that's, I just that, wanted. That's what I'm teaching my son right now. Yeah. Yep. That. Well, that's that's the way it should be. So yeah. let's uh, let's take our first break. We're getting on the 20 minute mark. That should be when our first break is, and we'll be right back with some more stories. Sound good, Rob? All right, we'll talk to you in a minute. You need protection from fucktards? You have people coming and fucking with you constantly? You need answers? You need solutions? Smacking the nuts. nuts. That's right. Smacking the nuts is what you need. Smacking the nuts, get rid of said losers in no time flat. Smacking the nuts. Available everywhere wherever you buy self-defense items. Here are just a few testimonials from some satisfied customers. Stupid fuck come to me. He talks stupid. He no let me go. Smell like sack of shit. He spit talk all over. I remember smacking balls. I use shit sack. Shit sack lie on ground. I walk off. Thank you, smacking the balls. You saved me from smelly, smelly spit. Well, I had this stupid son of a bitch come around me. Uh, he would not shut his fucking yapper for nothing. He gets up on me and he talks all stupid. And I didn't know what to do. I could not shake this motherfucker like a booger. Then I remember smacking the nuts. I pulled out old smacking the nuts. Motherfucker went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Thank you, smacking the nuts. You saved me once again from stupid motherfuckers. Smacking the nuts. Don't leave home without it. Next up, things overheard in hell. The brand new Kale Cola started selling nationwide yesterday. And now, deep thoughts with Mark. <laughs> So let me see. Let's say I was offended by people being offended. Then would people being offended all the time would have to not be offended around me because I was offended by them being offended? Hmm. I may never know.
douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I am Rob. All right. Did you want to go into something, uh, Rob? You got anything, or you want me to just keep rolling? Well, no. Actually, I do have a little something I want to get into. All right, Rob. The floor is yours. Please do it. I want to give you a personal thank you. Okay. You uh, got the... Well... Okay, we talked about this before we went on. Oh, okay, okay, I know what it's about. Go ahead. You, uh, you got to tell me about Bubba Love Sponge. Yeah, it's still a good show. I mean, he's been around a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, it, awesome show. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm learning. I'm listening, and hopefully, I can pull some of that into our show. Well, I tell you, he is the consummate professional when it comes to. Uh, radio, uh, you know, morning show specifically. He's smooth. Yes, yes he, he is. He transitions great. He sounds great. Um, the the thing even, is, even getting up there in his years, he still sounds good. Yeah, he does. And another thing is, is this right here? He's had so many facets of the show. So many people have came and left, and all that. And his yeah. naughtier years, and his calmer years, and his years that were turmoil with all the stuff that happened around him, or stuff that he directly did that hurt himself, that he admits that it hurt himself. All the scandals and everything, and he's still rolling. Only now he is listener financed almost exclusively. He has terrestrial affiliates. He has like five or six. Yeah. yeah. But. He uh, has people send him money for the show through de- various platforms: YouTube, Rumble. Um, it was uh, yeah. it was Twitch, but Twitch got so stupid on the rules that he couldn't really do a show anymore. You know, it, anytime he did yeah, something, yeah, I, I heard him talk about. Yeah, that. yeah. So I think it was yesterday or the day before. But he is almost exclusively listener fi- uh, financed, and these are he has rabid fans that have been with him for like forty years. That I've been with him like over twenty years, and and I'm not going anywhere. You know, I support wow. him. I, I support him whenever I can. Going to his YouTube channels, um, I threw him some money here and there whenever I can. I mean, you know, um, I support him as much as I can. But the thing is, is he is like the template of where this this uh, art is going. This art is going to where it's listener financed. And, yes. you know, yes. and not subscription-based like they were trying to do that, like Anthony Cumia of Opie and Anthony took and had this subscription-based show, and it flopped. And then I think Opie from that show tried to do it. Other people tried to do it, and it doesn't work. The only person to ever pull that off was Rush Limbaugh. And he had, and that was just replays of his terrestrial show. People paid to have that, to have his archives. So, um, you know... Because he was Rush Limbaugh. Exactly. Uh, uh, I don't even think Stern could pull that off, honestly. Um, Uh, Yeah, no. um, So, anyhow, or back in the day, Stern might have been able to, not now. Actually, I heard Bubba talking the other day about how Stern lost uh, possession of... Of a lot of his yes. archives. Yes, he did. Because he didn't own them, CBS owned them. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Satellite yeah. Radio, Satellite Radio had to buy a lot of those back, but they couldn't get all of them. All of them could not be retrieved. 
Yeah, yeah. Bubba was talking about that mm-hmm. a couple days ago. Right. Bubba is always his show's been federally uh, trademarked. Um, he uh, he owns all his stuff, including other characters that uh, that they still use on other shows. And I don't know yeah. how I don't know why he lets them get away with that. He could probably stop it right now, but he probably just simply doesn't care. So anyhow, but yeah, he's almost strictly financed by the listeners, you know. So. Um, uh, anyhow, yeah, it's a great show. I'm glad that you listened to me and it turned you on to it. But you have somewhere yeah. you have somewhere yeah. that you're going with this, so go ahead and do it, Rob. Well, you told me about TuneIn, which is an app. It's the most convenient like, way to listen to like anything. Spotify, iHeart, everything. Yes, well, I downloaded. I, I took the 30 day free trial. Uh huh. And after thirty days, I think it's what six ninety nine, something like that. Um, I get mine for free. Oh, really? Well, I, I did the free trial, and I had to put in my debit information and everything. Okay, it's like well, six ninety nine. You know what? It's, anyway. it's worth six ninety nine though, because you get the ad free. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, get the well, ad free. Well, that's what I was getting ready to tell you. It's definitely worth it to me. Yeah, that's because cool. Because there's a radio station out of Columbia, Missouri. Which I am familiar is, with. Yeah, and come to find out, man, I was talking to Mark about this before we went on. He knows about all this. He knows about the station. I, I worked in Columbia for like three weeks uh, at my old job doing the library of uh, University of Missouri Library. And uh, every morning, me and the guy I work with, Brian, would listen to that show before we went in. we get to the job site about 40 minutes ahead of time, and we just sit in there and listen to the radio show and wait to go in when the place opened up at 8 o'clock. And we're like, man, this show is pretty damn good. We enjoyed it. But go ahead, Rob. Take over from there. Talk about it. Well, I, I've looked for it on iHeart, and I, I couldn't find it. You know why? Well, it's a competing media to company. get on, what, since I was on TuneIn anyway, ah, let's give it a shot. It pulled it up. So I am now listening to 96.7 KCMQ out of Columbia, Missouri. Yep. While I'm at work, anywhere I go. And this morning show I have always loved. It's called The Morning Shags. Mm-hmm. S-H-A-G-S. And the guy sounds like a younger guy, too. He, he, well, he, he yeah, gets him it. and Trevor, they're in their, I would say, late 30s, early 40s. Trevor is his co-host. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's a damn good radio station, too, man. They're actually pretty funny. Uh, yeah, they are. They, they don't. Are. They don't have a lot of bits, you know. They don't have like the, you know, um, the bits like we have and stuff, or like Bubba has and stuff like that. But it is very entertaining and funny. Them just being themselves. They pull it out in personality. Yeah, yeah. And I we love the show because we have our I, choice in the work to truck for a long time. But then, you know. In the work van, we could listen to satellite or tune in or anything. And at first, we was listening to all the above satellite and tune in and everything. 
And then one morning, my uh, my uh, phone was being charged in the uh, in the work van, and I couldn't have it on. I needed to charge as much as I could before I went into work, right? And yeah. he just turns on that station. We're like, shit, this is pretty good. So the next morning, we started listening to it, and then we just started listening to it after that. So anyhow, um, yeah, that's a and, great show. And for those, and just so everybody knows, 96.7 KCMQ, it's a classic rock station, I, but they play everything. You do not hear a repeat in a day. No. Just today, I, I, I went from listening to Turn the Page by Bob Seger, the original, the slower one. Uh-huh. To For Whom the Bell Tolls. Um, they, um... I mean, I, that that's how much of a variation they have in music. And I love them. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Um, I, I, um, I like them better than 101 The Fox, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their variation in music. Something something interesting at the Fox, though, okay? You know, Slacker had leukemia, okay? Yes, yeah. How's he doing? I haven't looked He's back on the air, but they put him to afternoons, and they kept Sparks on in the morning, who was filling in for him. She, uh, um, he used to be on the afternoon show. Okay, well, I could listen to him then. Yeah. I could listen to him on iHeart. Yeah, you could. So anyhow, Slacker, they put him on in the afternoons and didn't put him on in the morning. I don't know if that has something to do with his treatments or something, maybe, but I thought that was interesting that they did it like that. So That could be. Yeah. Well, so, it's good to see he's back. Yeah, it is. It's very good. I'm glad he's back. He's yeah. a good guy, you know. Um, okay, hey, uh, let's go ahead and go into the story here, Rob. Members of an International Space Station crew uh, said astronaut Frank Rubio has now been cleared of allegations he ate the one of the first tomatoes harvested in space. Everybody thought he'd done it. They harvested, they harvested tomatoes. Yeah. NASA astronaut Jasmine Mongbai said uh, during a live-streamed event celebrating the 25th anniversary of the station, and that um, that remained and the remains of the tiny tomato that had been found eight months after being misplaced by Rubio. Our good friend Frank Rubio, who headed home already, has been blamed for quite a while for eating the tomato, but we can exonerate him. We found the tomato, Mongbahi said. Rubio, who returned to Earth in September, had been the target of joking accusations for months that he he had eaten the space grown fruit. I spent so many hours looking for that thing, Rubio said, during the September ISS live stream. I'm sure the uh, the, deci- uh, the decimated tomato will show up at some point and vindicate me years in the future. And it did. The, astronaut, the astronauts did not reveal where the tomato was found or what its condition was, but Rubio had earlier predicted it would be in a state of advanced decay due to the humidity aboard the station, and he was right. And now everybody knows that Rubio did not eat the space fruit. So there you go. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? And you heard it first on two douchebags and a microphone. Rubio did not eat the space I tomato. You have not read that anywhere else. <laughs> I, had to, I did some digging on that oh, one. Oh, wow. You did some <laughs> digging on that one, buddy. That was awesome, though, man. When I saw that, I'm like, that's our story right there. <laughs> um, 
Another little story I want to get to here. In-N-Out Burger is expanding into yet another state. The Southern California-based fast food chain, which recently celebrated its 75th anniversary, announced on social media Tuesday that it plans to open multiple locations in New Mexico by 2027. We're excited to share that we will be fully in the four corners. In-N-Out's president and owner, Lindsay Snyder, said on Instagram and Facebook, we can't wait. They have smiling associates serving customer quality burgers, fries, and shakes in such a unique, beautiful state. So that's cool. And then I got another little story I want to get to here, Rob. And then if you got something you want to go into, you're more than welcome to. Uh, Life at Sea Cruises, three-year cruise uh, scheduled to set sail this month, has officially been canceled. Passengers who signed up for the headline-making voyage, which was originally due to depart from Istanbul, Turkey on November 1st and visit seven continents, 135 countries, and 375 ports received news of its cancellation on November 17th, CNN reported. According to the outlet, the cruise was postponed to November 11th and relocated from Istanbul to Amsterdam shortly after its original November 1st departure date. It was then pushed back again, this time to November 30th, Finally, less than two weeks before its third and final departure date, the voyage was canceled altogether. Life at Sea did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. On November 17th, Life at Sea revealed, and this is, um, this is Royal Caribbean that sponsored this, Life at Sea revealed to passengers that the inaugural cruise was canceled and that it had no ship, CNN reported. They couldn't find a ship to do this. The company also. That's a bad thing. Yeah, it is. The company. Don't you have to have one of them? Yeah, you have to have a ship to have a cruise. That's for sure. <laughs> or, or are they going to do them all in rowboats? I I don't know what their plan was, but it wasn't very well thought out <laughs> of, was it? The company also uh, vowed to refund those who signed up for the cruise whose costs range from $29,999 a year for a standard interior cabin all the way up to $109,000 per year for a luxurious suite with a large balcony. Holy shit. Yeah. Well. $109,000 a year? Rob, okay. Anyone that can go on a three-year cruise is independently wealthy, right? Right? Wow. 109,000 probably means nothing to most of the people that would have been on that ship. The only way I could go on a three-year cruise is if I had a wealthy family member pass away. <laughs> and I, I don't know of any. Well, I had one that he was an oil tycoon in Oklahoma, but unfortunately all these years, I didn't know we were even related. So, hmm. I've come to find out we were. I'm like, now I'm kicking my ass. Damn it. I could have been in the oil business. You could have been on a three-year cruise right now, Rob. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 it was canceled. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> um, I don't even think I could do a three-year cruise. I think I would get bored with that. Oh, no, yeah, that would be too much. Yeah, I would. I would have to uh, have all the equipment on there to do two two douchebags and a microphone. And, oh yeah, yeah. Would definitely. Which I am going to try to do, by the way, on this cruise coming up early February. 
um, I've got all the equipment to do a remote. I'm going to try yeah. to do it. Yeah, you're, yeah, we'll have to schedule around your That's, Wi-Fi. And okay, I, I have constant Wi-Fi on the ship. And it's fine. It's good. Yeah. Oh, on the ship? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not a big deal. I can hook onto the Wi-Fi and be fine. I can make a phone call right, through right. Wi-Fi. I did it. I called in with Topher. Yeah, yeah, like, like you did with Topher that one time. Yeah. So I got to figure out yeah. a little bit more logistics, but I do think I can do it. So that will be interesting, actually, the actual podcast coming from the ship. And I can post it, like, actually probably a half hour after we record it. And, and and you can send me pictures and I throw it on Facebook. Exactly. Uh, by the way, everybody, I need feedback about the Facebook. I am not. I, the only people I'm seeing on it are people on my friends list. Um. Oh. 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 Okay. Okay. Here's something else I got too. Jeff, but I need my I need my son's time to sit down and help me fit, go through it and make sure everybody can reach it. Yeah, because he'll have to come through it want, I just want to know if anybody... And Mark, you're on my friends list, so you can't help me. No, I know. I know. Um, so uh, I need our listeners. If, if you've checked out our Facebook page to Douchebags and Microphone, let me know what you're seeing, please. Absolutely. And so I, got, I can correct it. So I, got I can a, correct it. I got a third email from Jeff from All Star All Star Power Coating Powder Coating in uh, Springdale, maybe Arkansas or something like that. I'll have to look, but I forgot. I, he sent me like three emails, and he wants to give Jeff from All Star Powder Coating one of the first smack in the balls. And since he, you and I have thirty, he he wants us to administer one of them. To Jeff from All Star Powder Coating. And who wants us to do this? Um, I forgot the guy's name. He works in the same place, and he wanted to nominate okay. his buddy Jeff. And I think it's Springdale, Arkansas. I have to look and find out. Yeah, I thought it was Springdale. Well, when you bring it up, let's read it. I can hear it, so you get my vote. Okay. Anyhow, I think it's Jeff. I'm not just going on two guys that know each other. Uh, yeah, so. Anyhow. I could do that with somebody I work with, you know. Yeah, I mean, if we can, like, give out ones, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you know, I mean. Yeah, we, yeah. As I of right now. What you got to say about it. As of right now, know? we have 33 smacking the balls. And, I mean, we I, do need I, to start giving them out. make sure it's worthy. Yes, yes, I do, too. So, anyhow, um. I'll I'll get the email, and yeah, we'll go over the next email. Reading. Yeah, yep. So, and this okay. is like the third one he sent me. So I'm like, all right, I'll have to acknowledge the guy and let him know. Hey, we're working on smacking your buddy yeah. in the balls. We're working on it, okay? But like everything, there has to be a system. We have to do it right. We can't just like willy nilly smack him in the balls for the fuck of it. We got to make sure he's deserving. We got to make sure you are you. We got to make sure he is him. And then we will administer the smack in the balls. Right? Yeah. All right. Rob, uh, do you want to take a break and then come back with something you want to talk about? Yeah, let's do that. All righty. We'll be right back. Two douchebags and a microphone says... 
You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. A lot of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, we pour our own podcasts. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You're as useful as a condom with holes. Hey, look. I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no. It's an island of horrible jokes. What did the coach say to the vending machine? Give me my quarterback. <laughs> Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than Listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. All right, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Rob, you have something you want to get into? Yeah, I got a story out of the music world for you. All right, sounds good. You remember the band The Kinks? Oh, yes, I do. All right, all right. Well, I'm, I'm sure quite a few of our fan base do, too. I, yeah, I, yeah. let's face it. People that know classic yeah. rock also know the Kinks because they were in there. They were just more punk, but they were in the classic rock realm. So, yes. And in the 80s yes. and 90s, that, yeah, in the 80s, I, they definitely hit the top 40. You know, yeah, it would come so. dancing or something like that. Any, anyhow, yeah, yeah. But anyway... The Kinks split in 1997 after more than three decades together due to tensions among the bandmates. The group consisting of Ray Davies, Dave Davies, yes, the brothers, mm-hmm. Pete Quaff, Pete and Mick Avery mm-hmm. came together in the early 1960s and were easily one of the most influential bands of their time. Thankfully, they are set to bury the 20-year rift and mark their reunion with a new Kinks album. That is cool. The trouble is, the two remaining members, my brother and Mick, 
which is uh, never got along very well. The band's frontman Ray uh-huh. recently revealed, but I've made that work in the studio, and it's fired me up to make them play harder with fire. Cool. So be watching for a new Kinks album. I will be. I'm a fan of theirs. I'm a fan of theirs. So, very cool. Yeah, I, I am too. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what their music is going to sound like. So, um, yeah, this many years later, yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be good. It'll be good. Well, I believe that um, um, Ray Davies was it was accredited to uh, figuring out distortion. With the distortion pedals and all that? I, I'm not for sure. Yes, I'll have to, yes, yeah. yes, it was Ray Davies, yeah. Okay. Yeah, very cool. Um, he, he was, yeah, he was part of that. Um, I'm definitely going to check out the album, and hopefully they tour, because I would like to see them. That's someone on my list I would love to see. So, um, you know there's a lot of uh, really neat little new um, um, gifts for the 2023 Christmas season, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I that have happens every Christmas season. Yeah, well, I have some of them that um the most interesting ones I have. I'll put it like that, okay? And this is uh the new Christmas gifts that are um, you know, that people want the you know, what the flavor of the year is or whatever and the new neat little gadgetry and all that. This is them of the 2023 season, okay? One of the first ones is an ugly Christmas sweater with a knitted pouch on the front of it for a wine bottle storage. It's really cool. It's the ugliest sweater you've ever seen with a knitted pouch in the shape of a wine bottle. And they showed the guy, you know, he put it in the wine, bo- the wine bottle in there. You simply walk around with it <laughs> and, and you got your wine bottle and you got your ugly sweater for the Christmas party. You're all set to go. That, that's more of a gag gift. But it's still, it's cool. Next one. Okay. Spicy lip balms influenced by Indian food. So it has a lot of curry taste, I guess. That's not for oh, me. Sign me up for some. You like that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that is one of the new trendy gifts that's going around this year. Is that... Um, another one that they did is a sexy plus-size Christmas elf costume. I guess before they were all like little small things. Well, this year they want to include the uh, the healthier ladies, and they look really cool. They're really cool uh, elf outfits that really look good on bigger women. Uh, hey, hey, I do not have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that either. I mean, we all love Rosie, right? A whole lot of Rosie. She's great. Right? Yep. Yep, that's right. So, Rosie, not O'Donnell. Not O'Donnell. Girls make the rock and roll go around. That's right, yes. And and Freddie Mercury, a gay guy, sang about that. So, you know what? I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's got to be true. It's got to be true, yeah. If he was a gay man compelled to sing about fat-bottom girls, then I'm going to say that fat-bottom girls are the shit, right? Hey, it, it piqued my interest, and that's why, yeah. Yeah. Yep, peaked with a Q. Peaked. I always do that now because, you know, they spell it differently with a Q. 
And I always do that to be a dick. That's peaked with a Q, guys. Anyhow. All right. I guess that's just me. That's just me that gives a fuck about that, I guess. Okay. Um, A Blue Reindeer Toosie. This is a blue reindeer that is two pajamas in a one-piece sewn into one. So it's two pajamas, two legs, two arms, two, uh, two holes for your head. And the inside arms are inside. Your two inside arms are inside the twosie. But your outside arms, your arm on the outside of you, you know, one to the left, one to the right, depending on who's on what side, is the only arms exposed. And you have two legs. It's pretty interesting looking. And that is more of a gimmick, like, you know, someone's like, yeah, hey, man, these two are in love. Let's get them a two-piece, a one-piece deal. And it's a blue reindeer, and it's cool. It has little antlers on it and all that shit. Each one of them has a little hoodie with antlers on it that you wear. So, next one. I love this one, Rob. We could use one of these. A beer holder toilet paper dispenser. Why is I thought about that. That's I what I'm... just used the bathroom counter. I know, but this thing is cool. Look it up when you get a you chance, know. Rob. It is a stainless steel, beautiful toilet paper holder dispenser with a built-in can holder on the top out of stainless steel. You can shine it up really good with some all shine or sheen or whatever. You can, like, make it look beautiful and brand new and all, you know all pretty in the light and everything and you put your beer can right in the middle of that and then you got your shit paper don't get better rob don't get better no man that'd be awesome yeah look it up when you get a chance i mean it is cool it's really cool rob next one not so much for me but i could see some people could really like this smoked trout brandy Not for me. Okay. 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 Now, in the right circumstances, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I... If if you're camping out next to the river and, you know, you've been out fishing, oh, that'd be awesome. A smoked trout brandy to finish in the evening. You know what? I think I could even stand seafood just for that. That actually, Rob, that makes a lot of fucking sense, what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I grew up trout fishing. Oh, that's right. Yep. Down at Tanicomo. Uh-huh. You know, after a day trout fishing, you sit back after you done ate that fresh caught trout. Okay. A little trout brandy. Oh, that'd be awesome. Okay, Rob, I can't argue with that. That does sound good. Being on the Niangua River, you ever been there trout no, fishing? No, this is down Taney Como. No, I know Taney Como. Yeah, that's the actual Taney Como Lake uh, near Branson, uh, old downtown that comes, and it comes yeah, around. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before they built all the new stuff down. Yeah, yeah, and then Table Rock is actually kind of an extension of Taney Como, where the White River comes in from uh, Arkansas. And yeah, 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 yeah. Or is that Arkansas? No, actually, it's o- Oklahoma. Comes in from Oklahoma, I believe. But anyhow, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I think it is Oklahoma. It is Oklahoma. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah, all that. Even Bull Shoals is 
kind of the same. It's it's all the same. It's kind of like Truman Lake and Lake of those arcs. It's the yeah. same body of water. It's just different arms with different rivers that tribute to it. But what now? But the thing is, the further south you go, the clearer the water is. Yeah, Taney Como is a beautiful, clear lake. It, it okay, is. I, there, there's a spot down, you know, Kimberling City. Yeah, I love Kimberling City. I the used to Kimberling stay there. Kimberling City Bridge. Yes. You go down to. That's Table Rock the there. Bridge, That's not Taney Como. And That's, there's that little parking area down below. There's a beach there, too. Yes. You could see eight foot deep. Yes. Anywhere in that lake. People specifically go to you that arm of the lake to fish. You're lucky to see six inches. Yeah. No, the, this is mud so up muddy. here. It's all mud up here, but that it's all mud. that part yeah. of Table Rock Lake is immaculate. It is beautiful. So, yeah, I, I do know what you're talking about because I used to stay at those condos. Right there to the well, north. That might be where I retire to. I might go back down there and retire. You know, Who that's knows? the 13 Highway Bridge, right? Yeah. 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 Going okay. from Reed Spring down to yeah, if, if West. Yeah, if, if you're going down, if you're going yeah. south towards Arkansas, I stayed yeah, there yeah. At, at Table Rock Inn. Like, There's like condos. Yes. Yeah, 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 like you're going to Lampy. Yeah, we talked about the amphitheater. I love amphitheater, yep. But now it's Black Oak Amphitheater, and it's finally back open. It was closed for a couple of years. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, yeah, see, when I lived down there back in two, late 2001, 2002, mm-hmm. or no, it was 2002 going into two. Was it still Swiss Villa, or was it Oak, uh, Black Oak? It was, no, it, it was Black Oak, but it was shut down. Yeah, it's been on and off so, for years now. But and, I've kept up with it because I, I'd love to go see a show there. It is uh, a great so we place. We around down in there. Yeah, I'd love to go see a show. That's where I told my famous story. Yeah. Black Oak Amphitheater. It was Swiss Villa at the time. I saw Ozzy and Alice in Chains. And they have the one section there that's seats that you pay for a little bit more for your seat, and you have your own seat assigned yeah. to you. Well, up above, there's a 50-foot rock cliff there. They changed that. They don't have it anymore. But back then, they did the 50-foot rock cliff, and then the, that was lawn up there, but it was way up there. And I told you, the first fucking... Um, and, and look, I say this endearingly. You can call me whatever. I don't care what you call me, Hick, or what. I don't care. Okay, this first hill jack come running off, jumping off that motherfucker, and he jumped on the seats and ran off into the crowd. The second one made it too, and then like the third one like fucking broke his hip or something. Then the fourth one like broke his leg almost in half. Another one was rolling on the ground screaming, and then another guy jumped off and he fucking made it into the crowd. It was insane. I could hardly watch Allison Chains uh, play because those guys were so insane jumping from the lawn to the seats. And like half of them didn't make it. Half of them broke something and was in an ambulance. I can explain that, Mark. Okay, please do. From living down there. Okay. I can explain that. Please do. Think about the acts you get around Branson. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many times do you hear about Allison Chains playing live in Branson? Never. <laughs> well, in Aussie, too. Act 
it's retired acts. Yes. Well, I did see Skinner uh, down there. I saw Skinner at Black so, Oak. And you do have a younger crowd. The the younger crowd was going nuts, and this was um, probably yeah, early early two thousands. You got to watch out for. No, no, no. This was actually. Let's see. That was part of the No More Tours, the first one. This was probably like ninety five, maybe ninety six. This is a long time ago when this happened, and the theater looks completely different now. The stage is on the other side and to the left well, a little bit. Way, it, anyhow, way of living still the same down there. Yeah, you're right. But it was it was interesting to see these people. I mean, half of them made it, if not more. Then the other ones, like, hit wrong and fucking almost broke their leg off. One guy looked like he wasn't he wasn't going to be walking for a long time. I mean, you know, so. Um, anyhow, it was very cool. Ozzy came up in a houseboat back behind the stage we could see him and we're all like flipping him off and screaming at him and him and yeah sharon and the kids sharon and the kids went one way ozzy went back behind the stage zach was with him he went back behind the stage to get ready it was pretty cool so it, it was a great show so anyhow all right the next one uh kahula espresso martini fragrance in a bottle it smells like Kahulo Espresso Martinis. Kahlua? Kahlua Espresso Martinis. Okay. Yeah, it's, well, it's I, like, oh, yeah, I love Kahlua. It's a big thing up here now. Kahlua Espresso I've Martinis. Always, I've always loved Kahlua. Kahlua's great. It's, it's it's yeah, I love putting a little Kahlua in my coffee. Mm, oh, my God. That is so good. On a, oh, You look outside God, and yeah. you see like seven inches of snow, and it's about eight degrees outside and you don't have to go anywhere you don't have to go to work let's say it's like a sunday morning or something you go break out the kahula uh kalua and the and the uh, coffee you got the rest of the day planned oh no on snowy mornings it's bloody mary's oh i'm not a bloody mary guy so it's kalua for me but either one will work bloody mary's understand yeah i'll go either one yeah okay um, the next one, a baby carriage slash golf caddy. It's a baby carriage so you can take your infant on the golf course and a golf caddy over uh, the top of the baby carriage. It has your clubs, your balls, your uh, your uh, gloves, a cigar maybe if you smoke while you're, you know. It's I really cool. It. <laughs> it's a great idea. And to me, that's not—that's not so much you a gimmick. Somebody to push it for you. Yeah, and that's not a gimmick gift right I there. I think people could really use that. Golfers, avid golfers, could yeah. really use that and have have a young infant. And the mom says, "Hey, it's your turn to watch Little Junior. Yeah, I'm going to go to the movies with the girls." And you're like, "Sure, okay." You take Let's him go. to the golf course. He's fine. Put a little uh, put a little um, uh, sunscreen on him. He's great. He or she is great, good as gold. Make sure you have some extra formula and a couple, uh, I don't know, peanut butter crackers. You're fine, right? You really want to wear the old the old tyke out and impress the old lady? Oh, Play the he old comes home, he's sucking his thumb, sleeping like a, Yes, yeah, that baby will that not wake up the rest of the night. Mama will be happy. Maybe you'll get Life a little. Be good. Maybe you'll get a little one-on-one mama time while the little tyke is sleeping yeah. too, right? Yeah. Maybe you can work on another little junior, right? 
Well, now yeah. you're probably going to be wore out for. Hey, you're going to be like, hey, maybe in the morning. I, I am. <laughs> um, the next one I love too. It is a personal throne. It's a huge throne. You look tiny sitting in it. It looks like a king's throne. It retails for about three hundred dollars, and if you have the money, it's kind of worth it. Um. That would be cool. I, there was a huge throne in, in a barn up in New Hampshire. I would love to have that in a studio. I was up a few years ago working in Massachusetts, and I went and seen some friends of ours that we met on a cruise up in New Hampshire. And they said, hey, we're going to go to this little barn get-together. They go there, and they watch football, listen to music and stuff, and, and drink beer and stuff. And in that barn, they had a big throne. It was fucking cooler than hell. I asked them, I go, what's a big throne for there? I don't know. Sit on and drink beer. We don't know. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> so they've been around longer. I don't, you know, they had to get that thrown from somewhere. Maybe they had it built. I don't know. But um, the next one is a voice-controlled heated vest, which is cooler than hell. It's an actual, cool. yeah, it's a heated vest, and you can go, all right, um, go on setting three. Click, it's on setting three. Shut off. I'm oh, starting to sweat. Yeah. yeah. Starting to sweat. Stop. It stops. That'd be awesome. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, there's some pretty good ones on here. I pick and choose but, 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 the ones that I thought of, were the best. Instead of just the best, you got to make it a whole body suit. Yes, I agree. A onesie. If, if you can make a vest, <laughs> you can make a body suit. I think a onesie, like a cat in a hat onesie. Wouldn't Trust that be great? Me, Jeffy X is... I'm sure Jeffy X is working on something. is ready to go. All right. Well, you know what? Jeffy X will, uh, he didn't have anything this podcast, but we know no, Jeffy X will be back. Sergeant Pepper's outfit is ready to That go. is excellent. Along Jeffy, with his bat flying suit. You know, Jeffy X was most thrilled about the bat suit and the Sergeant Pepper outfit. He was like the Stephen Piercy uh, underwear with the oh, pouch. Yeah. The pouch sewn on the inside so you could, like, uh, put a couple socks in there and appear larger. He said that was fine. He didn't mind that. He said that was great. But he said nothing will compare to the flying bat suit and the Sergeant Pepper's outfit. He's like, man, that is the shit. Jeffy, you got us. We got you. And I told him, I said, the bat suit and the Sergeant Pepper outfit, you could wear the embroidered underwear with a special Stephen Piercy pouch on the inside of the groin area. I said, you could wear them in tandem with those two. Better yet, Jeffy, when you come down to get this stuff, we have some high cliffs around here. Oh, we could do the bat. Yeah. Mark owes you some legal marijuana. Mm Mm-hmm. And hookers. You could pick you could pick that up, swing down here, jump off a cliff in your bat suit, legally hot off your ass in the state of Missouri. And I also think that we need to give them a few and enjoy your we need have to, a good time. You know, we both for the uh, endorsement that we got for kit smacking the balls. I think that yeah. we need to give him some of those. We each have thirty. Not on him, but for him to use on anybody. We could each give him like, I don't know, ten smack in the balls. You wanna give, give ten apiece? Ten apiece. We'll also give him twenty smack in the balls for anyone he sees fit. There you go. 
50 hookers, 20 smacking the balls. Yeah. Um, I still always need 20. Um, bat soup, Sergeant Pepper, and embroidered underwear with a special Stephen Piercy pouch on the inside of the groin area so he can fill in full with his leisure. Matching socks. With matching socks. So, Jeffy's got it made. And then finally, but not least, a Jägermeister tap machine. You put the bottle in the top of it, you unscrew it, and then it's got a tapper, a Jägermeister cool-ass tap on it, and you just open it up, pours the Jägermeister, and it even has like a little shelf on it to where you can put ice and keep the Jägermeister ice cold while it sits there. And that is I, all... I can see a market for that. I can um, see a there is a market because... flavor, but I can see a market for it. It's on back order, actually. I, I can see that. I mean, they, there's a lot of Jägermeister fans out there. They sold so many of them, it is actually on back order. I just don't like black licorice. No, me neither. It's not my thing, but it it is selling so well that it's on back order. But anyhow, we are well over the hour mark, so we are hereby probably done with this podcast. But we thank you all for listening, and never fear, we'll be back in, let's see, two days to record another one, and then three days to record another one, and then five days to record another one, so you guys are in plenty of luck, or shit out of luck, depending on how you feel about the show. Yeah. Uh, by the way, keep listening, Des Moines. Keep them numbers. You coming. guys are fucking amazing. I cannot believe. Are, yeah, you guys are amazing. They beat out half of our home market in Kansas significantly. Yes, they did. They didn't beat out Missouri yet, but man, they're on the hills of our home market. Yeah. And not to mention, Des Moines is a much smaller market than Kansas City, less people to pull from. Wow, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell your friends. Yeah, you guys thank, obviously love us. Thank We're, you, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Thank, thank, thank you. Brussels. Thank Brussels, you Belgium. I never knew there was that many English speakers in Brussels. Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. We have other markets, oh, too. Uh, oh, and we cannot forget. We got one in New Zealand now. Yes, we do. We're very proud of that. A harder well, New, New Zealand. We have one in Peru, Peru Lima, Peru, which yeah, is incredible. Yeah. How the hell did we get someone in Peru? I don't understand. But thank you, who, whoever you are. France, Germany. You France, India. Germany. Yeah. Japan. Yeah, amazing. A couple, a couple in Japan. Oh, by the way, this, this podcast that I, I'm sorry, I'm looking at RSS right now. Um, go ahead, say what you're saying, then I'm going to go into this. Go ahead and finish what oh, you're saying. I was just saying, there's, there's a couple of different ones in Japan, different cities. Yes, which I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I've got, did you see the title of the last podcast that I posted this morning, or last night? Yes, I did. Rob and runs- I listened to it, I'm like, what the hell? There ain't nothing about that on air. I know. I know. Rob runs naked through town live on air. Rob gets BB pellet in his nutsack, and Rob visits the ER. We get. (laughs) Um, Let me see here. Um, We already surpassed the last three. I can't really go into numbers like like uh, like our buddy told us. Um, We surpassed the other two in front of it. So, 
people yeah. like you getting smacked in the balls with a BB, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to do that. So, anyhow, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will be back in a couple of days with another one that's going to post in a couple of days. I'm going to try to post one tonight or tomorrow. Keep listening. We love you guys. We are growing, and we love it, and thank you. Have a good night. Growing. Yeah. By the way, our next schedule one, you better have your hairy ass Olympian. I'm working on it, Rob. Ten? Is that what we got? You better be ready. I'm bringing Okay, we're tied. You won the first round. My guy won the second round. I know. We're, we're tied three. up. Number I'm three. All right, man. Okay, I'm ready for it. All right, Harry Asshole Olympics coming up in a few days. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Peace out. Hey, where'd everybody go? Where are the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.